Welcome from me as well to the Strong Family Project podcast, where we guide you on the path to raising confident, independent, and resilient children in a strong family environment. 10-Minute Tuesday, we're going to hit a quick parenting and family discussion for you. Before we dive into it, though, I do want to remind you we do have that gift for you at strongfamilyproject.com, which is the seven elements of the Strong Family Path, which is the framework for how to set all this stuff up in your family including core values, including family meeting times, including how we set our annual goals. Everything's in there for you, and we give it away at strongfamilyproject.com, and you can download the PDF right there and see what our core values are, a list of potential ones you can choose, how you can implement a lot more in your family and really amplify your life for the next year. Okay, so I pressed record on 10-Minute Tuesday. did not tell Mel the topic again. (laughs) It's becoming a pattern. Because Mel, of all people, got us an internet comment when she went on a rant about Everett and (laughs) Halloween. So Mel, tell us how Everett feels about Halloween, which is coming up. He's really leaned into healthy eating and is considering candy to be gross and yucky and doesn't want it. So he basically doesn't want to trick or treat. So that's where he's at. He, I don't even know if he said that, but he just basically says that candy's yucky. And I'll take his, and he's five. And I'll take a step back. And there's probably a lot of people like, oh, it's just a, a holiday and things like that. Bear with us here for a second. He loves playing this game on the porch. <laughs> called, we call it, what do we call it? Treat, a treat or a trick. Yeah. Where we give a scenario and he gets to decide whether it's a treat or a trick. And so we'll say something like, oh, going out and get, getting ice cream. And he's like, it tastes good, but then it makes my stomach hurt. So I think that's a trick. Oh, trap, trap. Trap. Say trap. Trap. That's what it was. <laughs> and so that's a trap. And then like he'll get all funny about it. And we'll give lots of that. And we asked him for an example. And for some reason, <laughs> his example, he must be scarred from shopping with Mel, <laughs> is always a tree. And it's always, hey, we're going to go out for a walk. And then we go to Costco and get chicken. <laughs> Mel's big rotisserie chicken person. And so it's, oh, that's a treat because we got some exercise in, we got some time together, we got some healthy food. Yeah, that is a real treat for us. And so we play this game and now he's, I don't, I just don't want that much candy. And so Mel fired up the internet and got us a comment, which was good grief. Aren't you overthinking this? It's really like a peanuts, Charlie Brown, good grief. I haven't heard that in many years. So I appreciate them using some clean language. I like that. Yeah, not bad with a good grief. Uh, But overthinking this, and I'll tell you what, I think we're all underthinking this. I think it's uh, convenient for us to say that we're overthinking it, but it's not true because just look at the metabolic disease in our country. Look at the obesity rate that's climbed over 40% for adults. Look at how we look, drive down a main street and look at both sides. And what do you see? How you see healthy food options or you see just rows and rows of temptation for, to get us to, to do invest in eating something unhealthy and bad for us. That'll go through our bodies quickly. So that we'll be hungry again. You think Frito-Lay invests in that artificial mouth, which has been a, a story for a long time, a true story, where they would study like the crunch of potato chips and the consumption of how fast they can get it to melt in a mouth so that you'll get some more. Can't you know, Once you pop, you can't stop. You can't just have one or whatever they are. And so we have subtly let all these things influence our life, and it's just crept in. And we have been 
caught asleep at the wheel and underthinking things so much that if a kid says, hey, I don't want to eat candy on Halloween, I bet he does go and get some. And I bet he eats a couple, but he's not going to celebrate huge bags of candy like I used to when I was younger. But the tension here is I don't want to just go trick-or-treating just because it's what society says we do on Halloween or somehow I'll be, candy, a, gotcha. <laughs> I'll be a bad parent because I don't take my kid trick-or-treating. We're trying to lean in to the value that he is presenting. It's not like we're saying candy's bad for you. We're not going to go trick-or-treating. He is starting to take on this idea that he doesn't want to eat crap. So I don't want to lean in and just say, well, we can just say for Halloween it's fine. So it really, we were having a discussion earlier this week. We haven't found a conclusion yet. Uh, yeah, Mel keeps wanting to talk about it. As to, well, I would like, I still like the idea of Halloween. I still like the idea of celebrating a holiday. So I'm like, we need to think of an alternative. Big fan of worship the devil and big candy, huh, Mel? Oh I'm just kidding. I know, that's mean. I enjoyed Halloween growing up. And I yeah. think part of this is like nostalgia for me. But also, here's where my kid's at. And we bring this theme up all the time on the podcast kids will grow up to be adults so what are we setting them up for by saying hey this kid doesn't want to eat candy doesn't want to trick-or-treat but i'm going to make him go just because it's like a fun societal thing to do and then what i'm setting him up for a future where he might continue to eat it because i let him give in it's just we're, i guess we're talking about it because it is a struggle when we talk about our ideals and our values it's not always just super easy like it involves discussion and it a discussion. It involves finding alternatives or thinking of things differently and not being swayed by what the outside world will say or think. So I don't know, like that comment, I don't, whatever, you can think what you want to think. But to me, it's just an excuse to continue to do a poor habit. So even the other day, I was talking to my middle son, to Henry, and he might go trick-or-treating, he might not, but I suggested to him, I said, Everett's really not into it this year. I'm wondering if we can think of a different kind of solution. And he wasn't like upset with me. I thought he was going to be like, no, I want to go for sure. So I feel like even the older two are finding like, let's think about maybe there is something else we can do that's equally fun. Yeah. Two points. Number one, find what fits your family and your core values. Go grab a hayride, go to a haunted house, go do any of these things. Like we just don't, for us, it's not holding like the candy up on a pedestal. It's enjoying the event. And so I might ask the kids when they're going out, okay, are you going to get candy? And they will probably say, yeah. Say, okay, how many pieces do you think is appropriate for you to eat? And they'll just say a number and I'll say, okay. I'm not going to shame them. But making that decision without a huge bag of candy in front of them is a lot easier than to wait till there's tons on the table and their eyes get big and now they just want to hammer it all. And that is a good life lesson. Don't go to the grocery store hungry. Don't go to a party that's just pizza and ice cream when you're hungry because you're just going to eat too much. It's too much willpower. Have the conversation. I don't say either way because it's not holding it up on a pedestal. It's not talking bad about it. It's letting them make their own decision. And it's empowering them because it's they know that it's not going to make them feel good. So they'll choose some. They'll like the taste. Okay, that's fine. We know someone back in New York and this we used to go trick-or-treating with them. And the, their daughter just loves trick-or-treating so much. And I like she'd have like 10 pounds of candy, but then I didn't realize that they then go and donate two-thirds of it. Yeah. So they donate it. And I thought that, yeah, so you still get the enjoyment of the trick-or-treating, which she loved. 
I did it. It was fun. But knowing ahead of time, there's this plan where, yeah, I'll let you trick or treat a ton, but then we are going to donate two thirds of your candy or whatever, half the weight or however they figured it out. And because they had made that decision ahead of time, it almost balanced it out. So yeah, like you said, I feel like it's important to not just do things just because it's what people say you should do. Or if we're overthinking it, we are thinking more deeply about things because we want to parent more intentionally. Yes, I think that is the point of it. It's not what you don't have to do what we do for Halloween or anything like that. But I would like you to think about I think I'm using the word think too much. (laughs) Thinking about something is not overthinking. It is just thinking about it. Is this good for me and my family? Oh, don't overthink it. Just eat the candy. (laughs) That sounds like you're trying to sell me on something right now. Oh, just do it. It's okay. Just do it just a little bit. Go ahead and do it. Have some candy. Make sure you get some. It's just Halloween. It really comes across as like salesy and sleazy, like we're all getting caught asleep at the wheel because it's not in alignment with what we want for our kids and our families in the big picture. And so you have to mitigate it. You don't have to say, no, you're not going to do this thing and come down all strict and be like that either. You could. You'd be like, hey, we're just not going to do this. This isn't cool. Let's go do something else. Watch a movie together. Let's hang out together. Let's go hiking together. Let's go camping together. Let's go whitewater rafting. Let's go down the trampoline park if that's in your area. Like whatever. You can do a lot of other alternatives to have a valuable experience and create your own a tradition that's aligned with your core values that isn't what everyone else is telling you to do. So I'm just encouraging you to think about it a little bit. And if you choose to do it, great. If you choose not to do it, great. Just put a little bit of thought into it. And I think too, when your kids are presenting something like ever not liking candy, which was like unheard of when I was a kid, like I loved candy all the time. But the fact that he- Thank you for listening to